queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Hello, wrestling fanatics. This is the Carolina Boss Lady, Kayla, and I'm actually going to kick this off. Um, As you all know, over recent weeks, we've had two guests on individually introducing themselves as, um, cannot keep a straight face with one of them right now. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, they both had a match. It was, um, we had one on there with um, other members from the takeover, and then we had one on there with STP. Um, the first guest we have on here now, I like to know him as the Croc King. Bougie, how are you doing today? Yes, yes, yes. How are you doing? Thank you guys for having me again. Great but, honor. Uh, I'm feeling good. You know, last night I defended my championship, and of course, obviously, I retained the IWA, as so did the rest of TakeOver, that being PJ Savage, the IWA heavyweight champion, and the faceless ones are still the IWA tag team champions. So, you know, we're, we're feeling pretty good right now. Awesome. And our other guest, before okay. we jump into our results and their out comes of their match which i'm still in the process of watching the whole match i haven't gotten there yet but i have seen <laughs> clips online um this person came on our podcast and insulted one of my all-time favorite shoes i like to wear I didn't say anything at the time because i wanted to see how the outcomes came and if i'm not mistaken he had every type of crocs thrown at him flaming crocs any whatsoever was thrown at him but it's an honor to actually have this chance to listen to him again because he has became, you know, one of absolute favorite wrestlers of Bougie and everybody else we've had on here. But uh, welcome back, Rev Ron Hunt. How are you today? I'm doing well. You actually redeemed yourself with that intro. I was about to say that was the worst introduction ever, especially when you speak of those um, <laughs> ever so tasteless. Um, I wouldn't even call them shoes, but however, you did redeem yourself. It was good to be back with you guys. <laughs> he goes here. He goes. Well, fast the case. Um, I'm going to kick it over to our Texas sports queen, Kat, and, you know, I'll eventually catch with you guys later, but I'm going to kick it over to her. I just want to introduce because I thought I want to, I just want to throw that little croc in there, croc king and uh, whatever. So, hey, they're comfortable shoes, Rev. They're comfortable shoes. Please, thank you. Please please do not cuss in my presence. I do not want to hear the C word. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. Which C word? There's multiple. Wow. In his case, it's crocs. Okay. Yeah, she, she did it again. So don't say the I word that starts it. with a C. So just keep the R, R out. C. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Bougie is wearing those, and there's a bigger problem. She's wearing those on his feet. I do have my crop on right now. There you go. Well, I got some flops on today, so I think 
I'll be okay right now. Oh my gosh. Okay, Kat. wow. This 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 is gonna be a fun show. <laughs> All right, let me take let me take everyone a trip down memory lane. It was May twentieth. Victus Wrestling. Yep. STP versus Takeover. Mm. Now STP. If in case everyone, if you're living under a rock, STP stands for Shane Taylor Productions. If you're living, okay, so STP overall did get the win for the night on the matches, two to one. Say that again for the people in the back, please. (laughs) STP did get the overall win for the night, two to one. The one loss, though, was in the Bodega Street fight. (laughs) <laughs> bougie picked up the win yeah yes i did yeah. okay so okay so but i know you had to have a little bit of a sour taste at the end of the mouth because at the end of the night because like yes you picked up the win but stp picked up the overall win for the night i mean yeah in a way it, it was it was bittersweet but from my own individual uh goals that i have set for myself i definitely uh I think uh, he got what he deserved. I got the win, you know? So um, this guy Rev, man, I can't stand <laughs> I know this is an audio podcast. So I need to like kind of visualize this for everybody. Rev's like sitting, kicking back, eating a burrito, stuck, like sticking it into the camera while it, bug-eyed. And <laughs> hey, nice, nice. I have, I, have, I, have, I have a bunch of them. Ah, now, now, now you know, see, I felt when I was trying to introduce y'all because I kept looking at him. I'm like, yeah, like I, I can't, like, you, you can't, like, not, not look at his big old bald head and he want to be over there, bug out out, like you said, like, this is crazy. But to answer your question, I feel great that I was able to beat him. Um, obviously, we wanted to go home with a with a clean sweep. We didn't get that, but we did take away one victory from the night. So that just shows that, um, we still got a lot of fight, you know, that this, this this is definitely far from over. This is literally just the first time that we're going to do this. We're definitely going to see them down the line. Um, I got my personal issues with O'Shea as well, too. So I definitely want to punch O'Shea in his mouth. Um, Shane, he just wants death, doesn't he? Excuse me? What What now? You you, you want death? De- no, no, no. I I I got this. Don't worry about this. I already took care of you. So I'm good. <laughs> Um, and then secondly, the other person was Shane who dropped me on my neck in front of my mom. I really didn't like that. So, um, you know, I, I, I got my own little uh, personal vendettas against them. But I'm not done with Rev. Rev, he, he somehow so many keeps coming around like this area as if like he's welcomed here as if like we didn't literally light a crock on fire and toast his ass. But to each his own. But you didn't okay. kill me, though. All right. OK, you're right. You're right. Okay. You're so, right. Rev, even though it was a Bodega Street fight, which means everything was off the table as far as rules-wise and everything, do you, in the end, do you think you got a little screwed? I think when you look in the spirit of morale and the, the physical results of that match, absolutely. Wow. Wow. However, I, say, I will give and, them credit. And I, I did say, and I say, and I say, screwed in the fact that faceless ones didn't end up getting involved a little bit, but and then, but did you uh, not but ref? Well, well, well the ref okay, tried to fast count if, if me. We... I'll, I'll get to him in a minute. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Go ahead, ref. Nah, sorry. nah, 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 nah. 
if if you want to be technical, um, he came out by myself. He came out with his cronies. He came out with his girl. Now her back is probably still hurting after I put her through a door, and I'm so glad I did. Oh, and he came out with his man, Dre J. Messed up all her money doing that. She had photo shoots. Hey, hey. And you, that that was wrong of you. Hey, that, hey, hey, that that sounds like a you problem, my guy. She should should she have been in the ring during that match? Yes uh, or no? I, I I think yes because we were celebrating. We had a moment, and you took a moment away from us. You celebrate before you get the results of the match, though. I mean, it like that. See what you fail to understand. What you fail to understand, Jay Bougie. Is that no matter where I go, no matter what city, state, country, any wrestling ring I step in, holy grounds. It's my territory. It's my pulpit. So if your lady gets in the ring, I just somehow have to lay hands or lay doors. Lay doors. Open up the doors of the church on holy ground. The girl was standing right there. You didn't save her, Bougie. Both of you all laid there and wondered for a second, is this the last time? that we're going to be at a professional wrestling event. Now, granted, just like you said, some people got involved, for better words, when you actually think about it, four other people outside of Bougie got involved. You had his girl, you had AJ, you had the faceless ones, and you guys used Croc. It took all of that for you to get the W, and by you complaining and crying like a little spoiled brat, with boogers running out of their nose, somehow you're still not satisfied. And yeah, 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 yeah. Referee Brian did this. Referee Brian did that. But yet you still got to win. Is that the New York spirit, Jay Bougie? First of all, don't talk about New York. That's one. Secondly, okay, if I feel as if I was wrong, I am going to make it known. Brian H. Waters tried to steal the biggest moment of my career yet from me. So, of course, there's always going to be an insurance policy. If you're coming to my home, my house, my people, okay, of course they're going to be there. They're going to be on the lookout. They're going to, they, they, we can't trust you. You're a man in the church, and we all know we can't trust a man in the church. We all know that. You, you can't trust any of that. None oh. of it. So, therefore, oh. if the faces one seen what Brian H. Waters were doing, they had every right to come out. You feel me? If my lady wants to get in the ring with me and celebrate with her man, she has the right to do that. Nobody complains when basketball players hit a three and they do this before the fourth quarter's over. No, no, no. Can I ask you a question? No one. Go. Oh, did, go ahead. Did go you? Ahead. Did you? Did you? Regardless of who the rep is, did you threaten them? Did Did I what now? You did. If I can spell this, D I D space Y O U. <laughs> did you? Threaten Brian H. Waters. Now, if you go back and look, the only time Brian H. Waters and I interacted was after that fast count. After that. Had he not did any of that, he, it would have been good. We gave him an opportunity to come in and to be a referee and a man of the quorum. We gave him an opportunity to show something. But instead, he feared wearing the Crocs because for some reason you guys are afraid of comfort and style which is very weird and so he tried to fast count me mm. and that was ridiculous he tried my mother was there like my mother mm. my uncle my little cousins everyone was there all my people was at home watching and they were, they were up in arms when they seen that up in arms so yes i had to put him in check yes i did yes maybe i got in his face a little bit 
yes, maybe the faces one seen that and say, hey, we can't allow this to go down. They're trying to screw mm-hmm. our boy. Let's bring the crock out. And hey, why not set it on fire to send a message? Simple as that. Jolie, I know you're dying to get in here. I'm just, you know, wondering, Rev, if the shoe was on the other foot, mm. wouldn't you have done the same exact thing? Wouldn't your boys no. come out to help you? So you so you're Absolutely telling me not. so you're telling me that if somebody was helping out Jay Bougie over here, uh, the ref was in his corner, you wouldn't get in the ref's face if he fast counted you? You wouldn't do Absolutely that. Absolutely not, because I'm a man of decorum. I'm a man of class. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I am. You you want you want you wanna you wanna know what? A lot of people ask this question. Say, well, Red, you were down and out. The boys came out. They lit a crock on fire. Where were your STP boys? They wanted to be there ringside with me because they know the caliber of person that Jay Bougie is. I tell you what caliber of person Jay Bougie is. I tell you this. I get to New York the night before. I'm there with my boys. I'm there with my boy, AJ Alexander. We're enjoying a nice night on the town. We're smelling these disgusting chopped cheeses, watching the rats run down the sidewalk, seeing the crackheads twerk in the middle of Times Square. You got to watch your mouth. You got to stop. All of a sudden, taking pictures, and I feel something hit me, right? I feel something hit me. They would do one of those 360 cameras. So I'm like, oh, I thought something like got on me. Nothing was there. We go to watch it back. We pay the guy the money. We go to watch it back. They sent us a clip. You want to know what hit me? Nowhere. Because this guy that you have on this podcast right now, that's the caliber of person he is. People try to enjoy themselves. He just can't leave well enough alone. That's the type of caliber person he is. He's the type of caliber of person that he threatened to hit a wonderful referee, Brian H. Waters. And listen, let's clear the air right here because Jay Bougie already said it. The Rev Ron Hunt did not hire Brian H. Waters. Jay Bougie's team hired Brian H. Waters. So who was really trying to screw who? If we really talk about it, PJ Savage hired him. Listen, listen. Hold it, hold it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold it. Now I, now I got a question. How did things go south then? Because it's like, you got the fast count at one point, and then at the end, it seemed like Waters didn't even want to count that three at the end. And come to find out, it was Savage who hired him? No. How did things, no. How did things go south then? Listen, he's trying to spin it. What we did, right? We were all on Instagram Live one night. Brian came on. He was throwing ring lights, all these colors and stuff, all the whole nonsense. And we didn't appreciate that. Brian always kept sticking his business and our business, right? Sticking his nose in our business. So we're like, hey, you know what? You want to be part of So Bad? We'll give you an opportunity because he's a lifelong wrestling fan. He has an amazing podcast. He does great things. He's a well-connected man. He has done amazing things. Hey, you know what? We want to do something for the community, for the culture, and for all of us. So, hey, why not open the door to have Brian come in, give him the biggest moment of his life, a dream come true, and have him come and referee this match right rev like i said the man of the church a man who you cannot trust got in his back pocket got in his ear and said hey listen you hate crocs i hate crocs it's been documented 
all over social media that both of these men agree absolutely so i we mean, don't like crocs he hates them. This is, this, this is what I'm saying. They both don't like Crocs. So, no, he's trying to spin it and make you seem like PJ did this. No, PJ didn't do anything. PJ tried to give a man an opportunity and then rev advantage him. of it. Did, did PJ hire him? Simple as that. <laughs> oh. Who corrupted him? You. Hmm. If I corrupted him, then how didn't I come up with the win? Because he had no choice but to count that three, even though he did it very reluctantly, because all the people were around, everybody was there, and he knows he would have made out that building alive if he didn't count three. So, 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 so what you're saying is he saw me get mugged. Two other goons, the takeover that came out. Yep. Seeing them light a crock on fire, seeing you grab it. Cracked me in the face. And what you're saying is the only reason why you won is because he had to. Now, morale. He had fear. There was fear in his heart. He was a great person. It was fear. Are you saying you you put that fear of threat there? Because I'm pretty sure I could find a picture of you holding a pan to his face and staring him in the eyes and threatening him. I'm I'm just saying I'll put him in check and let him know, don't try and screw me over again. So he knew in in those last moments. He is damn near a six count at that, too, for the final pinfall. He took his real sweet, slow time. Even the whole crowd was like, hey, what's going on? That was, that was a funny count. So, yes, I did put him in check. And I think once he, see, once he remembered that, he's seen a flaming crock. He's seen you down on your luck. He's like, you know what? I got to count this three. My, my, my wonderful people of the Queen's Takeover podcast. Yes, sir. When you look at the evidence, the evidence thinks – the man was intimidating him. Jay Bougie was intimidating the referee Brian H. Waters. So much so to the point in his own city, to a place that he traveled hours to get to for the joy and love of the sport. Jay took that away from him and replaced his love with fear. I sound like a trustworthy man to you all. Mm. What do you think, Jolly? Look, I don't trust anybody. And before you say anything, think on this. Oh. oh, I was raised Catholic, and I know how the church is. I'm sorry. No, but, no, wait, no, but, wait, no, but, wait. But no, wait. hold on, hold on. Let me finish. You even trust Reverend Devon? Jeez. Nope, because he doesn't go by that anymore. <laughs> he goes by just Devon, and I know that because my friend was in his class uh, training for his wrestler. But I would like to say this. It was a no-holds-barred street fight. No holds barred. Uh-huh. Which meant anything and everything goes. Uh-huh. There was a fast count on your behalf. There was a slow count on Bougie's behalf. It was 10 seconds. I've seen AEW reps who screw up 10 times worse go faster than that. Uh, your glasses might your glasses might have been foggy on that one, Joe. Your glasses might have been foggy. But see, you 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 said I want to go back to something you said about going to Times Square and seeing the people, the crackheads twerking. Number one, do not disrespect my performers of Times Square. They're trying to make money. Mm. Do not disrespect <laughs> the naked cowboy, the guitarist mm-hmm. that walks around in Times Square. Now, did mm. you do what I suggested that you do when you get to New York City? 
Did you stand outside MSG and take in the reverence of that building? Nah, you didn't. I know because I followed you on Twitter the entire time. Man, I wish this was video. Man. I followed you. I watched your story. I watched Bougie's story. I enjoyed it. It was a very enjoyable thread on my timeline on Twitter. And I said, if you disrespected the MSG gods, the wrestling gods, the Hogan's, the Michael's, the Bret Hart's that built the wrestling community of that city that Bougie is trying to keep and maintain. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. That you'd be disregarded in good faith. Mm-hmm. The wrestling gods chose bougie they didn't choose you that night mm. Mm. Now, let me ask that, you a question next time listen listen mm. to your elders let me ask you a question great wise one there was no need to travel to the exterior of the great famous notorious madison square garden when the Reverend's footprints and ambiance are on the interiors of it. G1 Supercard, Ring of Honor, New York City. Yes. New Japan Pro. But there's but, a thing. Okay. But, 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 but. You said the wrestling gods chose Jay Bougie. They did. They did. Here's the thing. You guys might think that physically. But what profit a man to gain the whole world if he just loses his soul? And what Bougie is losing is his sleep, his insanity, because I sleep very well at night, very, very well, like a baby, like a baby. You want to know who does not sleep? Because he's busy on Twitter. <laughs> he's on MySpace still, trying to connect with people on MySpace. He's wow. on AOL Instant Messenger. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's, just, he's hold trying on. to get some type of love. Dude, MySpace was the shit. Come on. MySpace was the shit. I had a custom profile. I know, so did I. I had a custom profile. However, however, Jay is trying to grab so much sympathy. Does that sound like a person that really won? In my opinion, just at the beginning and the crevices of this, before the full battle even has its full tenure, Jay might have won that particular fight. But as you can tell from his spirit, he has lost it time and time again. He is still not satisfied. When I sleep good at night, knowing the next time when I see him, oh, it is on like a steaming pot of neck bone. But he can't sleep at night, knowing that he did not fully take me out. And yet has the audacity to call on a bigger lion in the jungle in the name of O'Shea Edwards when he's still upset that he didn't get to the savior of pro wrestling. I think his locks are a little too tight. Cheese was a little too cheesy. He's constipated and it's going to his head. <laughs> oh, have mercy. But okay. me, the me, I sleep well at night, Joseph. I sleep well at night. I see you eating that burrito, but I want to. I want to. I want to go back to your comment about you saying how you already made your footprints in MSG. Before the show, I told you that I work at Lincoln Financial Field. I'm a 
a 10-year resident of Philadelphia, I moved. Do you know what I do every time I go back to Philadelphia, go back to that stadium? Do you know what I do despite working there? Despite my footprints, my fingerprints, my blood is in that stadium? I go to a single block every damn time. And I say a prayer every damn time. You know who I say a prayer to? Not to God. No, to my grandmother. The grandmother that instilled in me a love and honor, a pride of that team. It's not about your footprint in a building. It's about the pride and the resemblance, not the, the reverence that comes with going back to a place that you love. Every time I go to New York, I will always stand outside MSG. Always. Because there is something there. There's a feeling. There's a presence. And I thank the wrestlers. Because that gave me a a relationship with my mom. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, Ted DiBiase Sr., Shawn Michaels, um, Triple H. Every person that's come through that building gave me a relationship with a woman who despised me because I was a second born child. It gave me a relationship with a woman that saw me less because I wasn't first born. So it's not about your footprint or your fingerprint or your blood, sweat, and tears in a persistent building. It's about honoring what came before. So just because you were there before doesn't mean you don't Keep honoring. Bougie honors. You honor in your own way, Rev, with your name. I see your sermons on TikTok. I do. I follow you. I joke around with you saying, what the hell is Sheets? But I know what Sheets is because I went out to school in Indiana, PA, so I know what Sheets is. Because, it, I, because, because, it's, the, because it's delicious. I agree to that. Sheets are great. I love them. <laughs> I'm more of okay, okay. It so, doesn't have to be your favorite, but it's delicious. It is delicious. They're the only ones that have a frozen Pepsi machine. I'm sorry. That, that, that wins right there for me, the frozen Pepsi machine. But, you know. Yeah, I don't you think are, the Vegas have that, but go ahead. Um, no, they've got slushy machines who are just as good because they sometimes mix alcohol in them. And, you know, they're very good. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a normal like a normal beer for less store or something. Yeah. Gotcha. But it, it's you both. And what I love about both of you guys, Bougie, Bougie knows that I have, since minute one of meeting this man on this podcast, has seen a spark in him, knowing that he's going to be going higher and higher and higher. And you, you are the perfect foe. You are the joker to his Batman. You are two of the greatest of your generations straight up. I will fucking put that out there on the line. I will, if I ever had to go to a match and if I had to choose two wrestlers that I would want to watch for the rest of time, I'm not picking Becky Lynch. I'm not picking Charlotte Flair. Two of my favorites right there. I'm not picking Aleister Black, Malachi Black. I'm not picking Cody Rhodes. I will pick Jay Bougie and Rev Ron Hunt. Because you too are the epitome and the heart and soul of wrestling. You give people a reason to love this business again. You give people a reason to find passion in this business again. Right now, WWE, same old shit. I hate to say it. AEW, same old shit. 
New Japan, a lot of times, same old shit. You guys step STP, takeover, level by level by level. You keep raising a bar that these companies need to fucking figure out how to get to. It's you two. It's your promos. Thank you. It's your skills in ring. It's your Phantom of the Opera intro, Rev. Where did the, I know Kat wants to bring this up, but where the fuck that come from? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. What was the from inspiration the, from the behind he- your interest? From, 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 from the heavens of the real wrestling god. And I'm going I'm to tell you oh, this. I'm going to tell you where it came from. I'm going to tell you where it came from. It came from who Jay Bougie claims that he is blessed by in this great industry. That's, that's who it came from. However, what that came from is at that point in time, as much as Jay was talking, I was preparing to do his funeral that day. That was a funeral attire. Yawn. However, however, we, we shall we shall we shall we shall go back and make it happen. So that's that's what it was. What's up, man? Thank you. No, you're good. So that's where let me let me let me let me. Let me show. Let me show you. Let me show you the little man. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me show you. Now the people. The people at home can't see this. Hey. 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 Say. Say hello to that little rug rat right there. Is that that little dude? rug rat. Yeah. Oh, I love that hair. Yeah. You want to know? You want? You want to know? You. You. You want? You want to know what that father would have been saying? Rock. You come, brother. You. You want? You want? You want to? You want to know where, where that? There you go. Good job. You want to know where that attire came from? That attire came from me understanding that the way that Jay Bougie was talking was going to take me out. I got a little man that looks up to me, which means he know the name of the streets. You got to take a person out before they take you out. It's just the lay of the land. So therefore, that was the funeral attire. But I understand I'm going to have to take things to another level. And if you that was then, the next time whatever company is able to grace us with their presence, is able to get us in the ring again. We sign the contracts. We make this a sanction match again. You have not seen anything yet. And I'm saying that for you all on this podcast, and I'm saying that directly to you, Jay Bougie. Mm. You have not seen nothing yet. I, I, I know I, the, I, I, the caliber of man you are. Pardon me? I said, I don't think you have anything else at all, honestly. Ah, ah, aha. Do you do you think I made it ten plus years in this business? And, and me and me being in the median part of my career, what some people consider the top highlight of their career, if I didn't have anything else, you think I would be able to go through adversity after adversity after ad- after adversity and not have anything else? I think you are scared that deep down inside, what you're trying to say, I don't have, you really don't have. Yeah, I don't think you have enough left in the tank. Because you want to know how I know this. If you did, <laughs> if you did, Mr. J. Bush, you would not have had your people get involved. You would have reached down in that tank, you would have grabbed some other fortitude out, and you would have pulled out the wind by yourself. But you said, no, no, no. <laughs> what? The heavens that I've called on as the crack God not here to answer me. The the sky does not crack open. So you had to depend on the source of hell. 
of fire <laughs> to get the job done. Great job. I will commend you. I will commend you. You fought a good fight. And you know as well as I know that that was spiritual warfare. So you had to dig down a little deeper. And you got the job done. I'll commend you from that. But this, this is far from over. Far from over. And you know it as well as I know. And that's what scares you. You don't have enough in the tank. Maybe, 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 maybe you can you can travel to each to each one of our great hosts' house, and and they can give you knowledge from their experience of all of the great matches that they have seen from all of their greats on what helped them win those matches that were so significant and monumental to them. And you can take all of that and prepare for our next fight, because I think you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. The next time we step into the ring with one another, what do you think? I I think um, I think he has uh, Rev is a great storyteller. He's an amazing storyteller. Mm. He can he can sit you down. I love Doctor Seuss. I love Doctor <laughs> Seuss. Yeah. He can sit you. You're down. you're, a, he you're more of a Captain Underpants person yourself. Oh, God, you see what I'm saying? Where it's like. But, but continue on. I apologize. He's going. He, he's going to paint this picture in your mind so you can visually see it. And and the thing that that got me there was that he says I had to go to the source of hell, fire. You 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 use the fire to take him out, right? And to a certain extent, he's he, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Rev is supposed to be this this big righteous man. The, the higher power that he believes in, the church that he believes in, the God that he believes in, whatever that he says, if anything failed you, you're supposed to be shielded from this. You're supposed to be covered in the blood. You're supposed to be the guy that can go through everything. But it only took one of these right here, right here, <laughs> right? And a little bit of this right here. And it took you out, and, and I'm sorry for, for our viewers at home, you don't have the visual, but essentially I just put one of my Crocs on, and I lit, you know, the ladder up, and I'm just letting them know that, I guess you could say, what, through hellfire, brimstone, whatever you want to paint it as, Rev, you, you, can't, you, you can't beat me. You can't beat me because I'm always going to go to that further extent where you can't go. I'm going to push it past that point where you refuse to go. You will never go that far for a victory. Never. And that's what makes you weak because you hold yourself back. Me, I will never hold myself back. I'm going as far as I need to, as far as I have to go. Why well, do I get that W? So I can make my people proud, make my mom proud, make my brothers proud. You got your little man, right? As of right now, I, I am not a father, but I do have a baby brother who looks up to me just the same way. I'm pretty sure your son looks up to you. Absolutely. So, you know, there, there, there there's no way that, that I'm going to ever just fold or or not go as far as I have to go to make sure that I secure the future not only for myself but also for him and for my other brothers for my mother for my people for my community because I'm not a selfish person you are a selfish person right you will hold yourself back because if you don't believe in something you won't go that far but there's people that need you to go that far and you will not do that I will do that Jay Bougie will do that absolutely you 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 will you will right and and I, I'm pretty sure when you talk to your little brother, the little brother would say, man, big bro, 
you know what? You you really showed me how to cheat, man. You you really showed me how to when I don't think I have enough of myself to take the easy way out instead of showing patience and perseverance. You you really showed me how to do it. You really represented for New York. You really did it. You really did it, bro. And because of you, I know I could be a cheater too. Right? Is that is that how that is that is that how that thank you message went? Because no, of no, because of you, no. may, may, maybe just maybe just maybe I can light my shoes on fire too, and 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 then go into the studio after and make a song. Maybe I maybe I can you know make a lullaby or something like that and talk about lighting Crocs on fire, right? That's Listen, that's how that went, right, Jay? No, no, no. The message of that is that winners win. You will find a way to win. Look at it this way, right? We all we all been to school, right? School, they don't teach you nothing in there. They they, they just show you all you gotta do is just pass a test. I don't have to know a damn thing on any subject or anything else. All I gotta do is pass a test and they consider yourself worthy to move on. The same thing with people get their driver's license, huh? People don't deserve to be on the road. All you gotta do is just pass a test. There ain't no psychology behind any of that. But for me, when it comes down to it, I'm gonna teach you how to win. We're going to win. It doesn't matter if Oh, I did this and I did that. No, you want to be righteous. That what holds you back, Rev. That is why you aren't where you need to be right now because you hold yourself back. Rev, you could be the top guy in any promotion around this world, on this globe, anywhere, any building you step into, you get attention, you capture the mind, you capture the heart, and hell, you even capture the spirits. But the one thing that you do not capture, right, is the will to win to go past that point, to do what you got to do to get that W and then keep food on the table to make sure everything is good. But no, you want to be righteous. You want to do it by the book. And the book never does anything right by you. And when when will you learn that? When? Tell me, Rev, when? You know what? You know what? You, 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 are, you are very, very correct. You, you are correct. I am, I am one that, that sometimes, I, I guess I can, you know, just let the rules, if there even are any rules, or just let the morale of me keep on going, right? Yes, yes. So when it comes down to it, you have a point. You, you, you grabbed more gravel and you found a way to, uh, I, I know cheating is a bad word, you almost like Crocs, you know. I use a bad C word, you use a bad C word, so we'll no. just keep it like that, right? You you find a way to creatively get other people collectively involved that should not be there. Is that enough C words for you on that? I find a way to collectively and you find a way to get it done. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. Thank you. Because just like you said, you know, sometimes I go by the book. Sometimes you just look at right what's in front of you and not the longevity. You found a way to creatively win, right, Jay Bougie? But you did not creatively take me out. And that's where the problem is, because now I peeped the full game. You fully exposed yourself. You showed every card that you got that I know that you're willing to go to another depth and get people involved, which means the next time this go-round comes, you're not going to get the same Reverend Hunt. What you fellas understand is I'm not perfect by no shape of the imagination, but it's by the imperfectness. I realized where I was and how I could be better. I wasn't born this way. But what that means is I can also go to a whole nother depth. I don't think so. 
a place that many people have never, ever seen me before. I've forgotten more hellacious situations that I've been through than you have been through in your whole entire life. I forgot more circumstances that I have failed at than you can remember right now through your life. And I'm not that much older than you. And I guarantee I went through five, 10, 15, 30 more times telling you. So the next time that you get the Reverend Hunt, you're going to understand that every saint has a past, but every sinner has a future. And when you see that past, Jay, you introduced, you introduced my former life to me, Jay. You, you, you introduced a, a dark time that, that all I knew was, was heated situations. And, 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 I'm not gonna lie, I kinda kinda liked it. I liked it. Mm. I got a taste of the past. I got a taste on how things could be. And 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 when when I was in the back and doctors was checking on me before that main event, when I only had one eyeball, we were able to do what we had to do to get the job done. And I can feel the skin slowly pulling off of my face. And I can smell the flesh burning. I thought to myself, man, he really did something. For your people, you left the mark. People are still talking about the great croc god, Jay Bougie. People are still saying how you are underrated. People are still saying how you are an unknown, untalked about goat in this current industry today for this generation. And I 1 million percent agree. Prove something. You also proved that you are stupid. <laughs> because it didn't take me out. <laughs> so the next time you and I get in this ring, man, man, that same way that it ended might just be the same way that it began. You're going to see that hellacious fire side of me right off the jump, right off the jump. And and, and I really hope, I really, I really hope because I, because I under, understand, understand Jolie is, is a little um, biased for, for, for Jay Bougie. I I I I under I understand that, and I I I hope that she does not cry. If you do, uh, you you send me a you send me a uh, a general meeting location. I will give free hugs. Uh, your drink of choice. If you don't like tequila, I will get you on tequila ceremony, preferably, and we will talk about this because this man may not survive this next time, and I promise you that he may not survive. And if he does. He might be a vegetable after. Let me kind of get in here for a second. Once that okay. blood on your hands, yes, please, please. Okay, let me let me get in here for a second. So obviously, from both of y'all, a rematch would be on the table. Kayla, do you agree with this that this really needs to be in a neutral or like a, a neutral location? No New York, no New York, no res bat bat of uh, stomping grounds and everything. Neutral location? Neutral, definitely. Mm-hmm. Jolie? Delaware is very neutral. <laughs> mm. I'm just saying. I like, I like, I like, I like, something needs some inter- like interaction. Where we go? <laughs> it's always Houston. <laughs> Look, I'll kick it anywhere. Where, wherever it got to go, I'll take it. Because honestly, everything you just said, I think it's fluff. I think it's cap, as we say. I think that he cannot go to that side. I do believe that he does like it. 
that he that he did get a little a little a little buzz from it. I think I think he did, but can he go all the way there? Can Rev go there? The TikTok Rev? Man's been telling people to start your morning. Good morning. Do something, my people. The man that does coffee with Rev every, what, Tuesday or Thursday morning at 7 a.m.? You think that man can go that far? Absolutely. <laughs> listen. <sighs> listen. Look, look, look. <sighs> we both want the rematch. It's, 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 it's been um shopped around. So, look. I'll be there wherever it is. I'm going to be the still same Jay Bougie that I was then and I am now and then even in the future. So it's you that has to prove something. You got to prove it to go that far. Mm -hmm. I know how far I'll go. I know it. It's you that got to prove it. You got to prove it to yourself that you can go on the dark side and still come back as a righteous and holy man and still be accepted into the kingdom that you so sought after. That's what you have to do. Me? I'm a winner. Wherever I'm at, I'm good. Y'all, y'all remember that. Y'all, y'all remember that. I will, and I would like to address what you said to me about me crying over if you, you beat Bougie. Here's the thing, and I think Bougie can maybe back me up on this. It's not we w- wins don't define you. It's your losses that define you, right? Because it, it's Absolutely. how you come. It's how you come I back from you. how you come back from those losses. I've seen Bougie lose some matches, and he's come back 10 times stronger than ever. He, he reaches his saying mode. I've seen you do the same thing. It's not about spilling tears. It's about respecting the men in the ring. Mm-hmm. It was a street fight. I, I expected everything that Bougie did and more. Shit, I was waiting for the cats. I told you. I was waiting for the damn cats. I saw uh, the videos. Y'all, like, threw, like, a lot at each other. Like, chairs, doors. Uh... Oh my god! It was food. Every it, it, it was insane. And Rev, I respect you. I told you. I, I respect you. I respect both of you. But like I said, you you've already had that spark. I, I don't. I, I didn't. We you you've got the years and the experience. Bougie was just coming in when we had him on our show. Legit. So that's why I saw that spark. You already got it. You don't need to do anything to impress me because I've seen your resume. But this young man right here, man, he made me love wrestling again. That's that, a good thing. It is. So whenever y'all have this match, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. I'll just put this right out for both of y'all. You better tear the fucking house down, Okay. I don't want to see a pole barn standing. I don't want to see chairs sitting up. I want the chairs to be flattened. I want the ring to be flattened. I want you guys to tear down the fucking building. Can y'all promise me you will do that? And if you don't, that's do when that. I will cry. I, I, I promise you, I, I can't. If Jay Bougie or when Jay Bougie and I are in the ring together, I promise I know one million percent of a certainty of a doubt the building will be torn down. But I also want to make you another song about that. Underneath the rubble will be Jay Bougie. Body. <laughs> but we will, we will, uh, we will tear the building down for you. And then you guys can put on on his memorial placard what he said earlier. But yes, we we will tear it down just for you. Wow. Just for you. You're welcome. Wow. 
<laughs> Kayla, anything else you want to say to the guys before we wrap this up? Um, I will bounce back off what um earlier what Julie did say about E2. Um, like if I had to honestly choose, like not even let's say WWE, AEW, and all that don't exist. You know, just pick two wrestlers. You know, as far as male to watch the rest, I would pick E2 because um that's one thing. Um, I don't know y'all know, but um, we know we're part of the everydayfan.com and I run the wrestling department. So if you see something in there, EDS Sports Wrestling pop up, that's me running that department. And this month is focused on indies. And um, and I'm doing a countdown where each, you know, bring everyone. Yes, both of you are on there. So I'm not telling you where you guys pop up because all these people that are indies are people that, you know, have inspired, you know, me as the wrestling writer and wrestling fan I am today. And that is one thing I love about you two and any, any wrestler out there. They look at it. I want to be the next me. I don't want to be the next Becky Lynch, the next Brock Lesnar or anything. Jay Bougie goes out there. I want to be me. I don't, you know, Ron, you're the same way. And that is what is so inspiring when it comes to the independent brand. Um, yes, back in July or no, excuse me, back in June, I went to, um, Masters Pro Wrestling Entertainment, they brought in more wrestling in High Point, North Carolina. And I did get to see some upcoming wonderful indie wrestlers. Got to see former, you know, wrestlers from AEW. Well, not, yeah, AE, well, he's not former. Penta was there. I got to see him wrestle. You know, Killer Cross came in and, you know, went up against Darren Young, that's now Fred Rosser. It's just that the fact, them interacting with indies and, you know, pushing and, you know, it just, Indie wrestling is just so inspiration. And um, I'm looking forward to y'all's rematch. Can't wait for y'all to tear the ring up. And But I just want to say, guys, keep doing what you all do. Inspire. Keep fighting ass because you two are one. You two are the best indies wrestlers, honestly, here lately that, you know, no matter what's been thrown at them, you, keep, you never give up. Just mm -hmm. keep being what you're doing and keep striving. Fuji, congratulations on retaining your championship. I know you're going to continue, you know, get more. Rev, you, yours is coming too. It's just keep fighting what you guys believe in. And that is wrestling and tearing it up. And I don't, it's just, it's just amazing opportunity. And this is the thing I like about having the wrestling podcast, to actually get to meet indie wrestlers coming up. And, you know, in a way you can connect with them and they inspire you in so many ways. So thank you for guys. That, that was a big honor. Yeah, so thank you no, so that's much. A, that's a big doing. honor. Thank so you. you're the only person that ever made Jay Bougie feel like a normal person. So thank you for that as well. He really needed that. He, he really oh, needed, he really needed that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I knew this was gonna be a blast, and it certainly was. And I know y'all got okay. yeah. Uh so Rev, what's next for you? The uh, the next thing is for me. I have uh, RWA. It'll be in a distant. It'll be actually the beginning of August. I'll be defending my Eclipse Heavyweight Championship. I'll be against a guy named Rico Hendricks. I'm uh, gonna be moving to a new location. Just came off of a big show last night, KSWA. Uh, doing some big things there. So the main goal is the Rev has three. I'm going for four championships, uh, and then hopefully somewhere down the road we might be doing something else. So. We want to keep on growing that ladder. You never know. I might eventually pop up in Jay Bougie's neck of the woods and try to take that strap for him. So, um, hey, hey, champ, 
You understand there's a target on your back. It's not just for me, but I just hope you know that. But I possibly could be thrown into the mix. But uh, all things, all things good. All things good. We're making it do what it do. We're proving why we're the best of the best. Uh, and, you know, we're just keeping the muscles warm and everything until Jay Bougie and I lock it up again, tear down the house, and, and have him buried underneath the rubble. <laughs> nah, it's going to be both of you. Nice, nice. <laughs> oh, I, I, I would take the sacrifice. I would take the sacrifice. <laughs> just give me a nice tombstone. I, 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 pre- um, I prefer marble. If there could be a scratch and sniff. Um, a little citrus, uh, please. I want it to be memorable. And, um, yeah. No, no, no Crocs. Don't bury me in Crocs. Thank uh, you. Jolie, That's what, my will. What was that look? I saw that look when you said make it scratch and sniff. <laughs> what does it want to smell like? Flaming yeah, you Crocs? Know, you know, you know. Oh. No, oh, no, 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 no. We do not want it to smell like the deep depressions of New York City. Absolutely not. Okay, so don't bury Rev with Crocs and don't bury Jay Bougie with ring lights. Got it. <laughs> I think he wants the ring lights. I think no. he wants the ring lights. Nah, I've seen his videos. <laughs> I've seen these videos. All right, Booge, what's that? What's next for you, bro? Um, actually, my I'm kind of like on a cool down period right now after uh, okay. last night. I think the next big thing is probably like, hold on, let me double check because I know August twentieth at IWA is, is our um anniversary show, so it's gonna be IWA versus Takeover because we clearly run it in there um actually no no actually next week next friday i'm gonna go up against a team uh that says they uh got trained by stp uh pure ignorance those are your boys we'll have to kick their ass so we're gonna be out in pa they, they talk a lot of stuff a lot of stuff and i i think when i'm in that ring i think i'm just going to see rev's face on all of their faces and i'm just gonna just just beat them right in the face so it's gonna be really fun it's gonna be great Oh man, I cannot wait until I actually meet you guys in person one day. Oh, I, 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 I wish you guys, I wish you guys were going to be in Nashville because I'll be there that weekend in a, in a couple weeks. But um, but yeah, I just can't wait till I meet until we meet you guys in person one day. Jay Bougie, Rev Ron Hunt, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to catch up with you guys. Like we all said, we cannot wait until the re- rematch happens, and we will be looking forward to it. Brad, you're making me hungry with the damn burritos, man. Shit. <laughs> I'm a Texas girl. I got so one like for you. Talk- one's way better than chopped cheese. Oh, you know what? I, I'm I'm not I'm not staying here for this no more, no longer. I I appreciate you, ladies. Thank you so much, Rev. You can go to hell. Um, y'all have an amazing day. Amazing day, Jolie. Thank you so much for putting this man in his place too. By the way, I appreciate y'all. I will see you guys later. Have a good one, Jay. Bye, 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 Bougie. I swear, ladies, that was an absolute blast. It's like whenever we have either one of them on, it's just like you never know what to expect. Especially with me. Well, of course, with you. That's that's a given. I meant when we have those two guests on. (laughs) All right. I couldn't very well in an episode without getting some crazy tweets out there and this first one i saw it like an hour after we finished recording the last one the last show and it's like i knew i had to save it for today all right so at aew borrow 123 tweeted out eddie kingston is better in the ring and on the mic than roman reigns anyone saying otherwise is deluded Deluded? 
Tunggu dulu, Kak Suri Sa. Can I start this one? Go right ahead. Go for it. Okay. If you were to ask me that question when he ever first debuted in WWE, um, Roman Reigns did not talk it hardly at all. He always let Ambrose and Rollins do the thing, you know, didn't really cut promos. But in my opinion, since he's get up in God mode, he's always been a good wrestler. Um, but ever since he's got up where he's at right now, run the bloodline, um, WWE Universal Undisputed Champion, he's on fire. And his promos, all he has to do is just go out there and say, acknowledge me in the town and city and he's got you hooked I don't know what it is it's just his might skills have improved his wrestling has gotten where it's better and he has proven himself in the ring and you're going to compare him to Eddie Kingston I don't have nothing against Eddie Kingston I like him as a wrestler not too fond of his promos and his might skills but he's growing. He's still at a certain, I know he's at a certain age, but he's still growing. He ain't got nothing to talk Roman Reigns. So delusional is you because a lot of people would bash Roman a long time ago. Well, I wouldn't because he's, he's does best what he does. Mike skills, promos, he kills it, kills it in the ring. And a lot of people bash him lately because he can't win on his own. Well, guess what? Lately, he's proven that he don't need the bloodline up his ass 24-7. So it can't happen. Mm. So sit back, boy. Eddie Kingston's got a long way to go before he can be on Roman Reigns' God level right now. And I'm going to be honest with you, probably about 99%, if not all 100%, would agree with me. Eddie Kingston's not even on Rollins' level or John Moxley's level. Kelly? Delusional. Delusional, delusional, delusional. Okay. Roman has always been a good wrestler. And no offense, he has been bashed on a constant basis since his debut. Eddie Kingston, on the other hand, has a very thin skin and apparently can't take criticism. And I'm not saying that to be mean, but it's just that's how he comes off. Eddie Kingston can't lace Roman Reigns' boots. Eddie Kingston hasn't gone through the shit that Roman Reigns has gone through. The man had to relinquish his title to leukemia. He has had to take time off because COVID was detrimental to his health. And what happened when he came back? He came back stronger, and he came back the heel that he was meant to be. Eddie Kingston can't even lace up Daniel Bryan's boots or Brian Danielson's boots. He can't even lace up Cesaro's. So Eddie Kingston can take many seats, and this person calling everybody who disagrees with his statement delusional Get your head checked, boy, because, yeah, nah. 
I'm sorry. I don't know if you're a guy or a girl. So please, person, get your head checked because delusional isn't on us. It's on you. Yeah, because it's like wrestling skills. It's like Roman takes the cake and everything. Eddie's got a different passion behind him whenever he does his mic, whenever he's on the mic and promo and everything. And I know he's had his past. He's been in the business a while. He has his past with his own demons and stuff like that. I get it. I totally get that and everything. But um, overall, I give the edge to Roman. My skills, I mean, it's like, I'm not saying one's better i'm not saying that one's better than the other i just see two different high, uh, two different levels when it comes to the mic skills so i will leave it at that and now this other one usually i i'm gonna let y'all two talk about this because i'm gonna get fired up on it myself one of the biggest topics this past week was sasha banks mercedes Renato. uh she's gonna be making an up, um, appearance at a chicago con coming up and news came out that her asking price for the appearance was 30000 Some people said it's worth it. Some people say she's full of shit. So we've got one tweet from at WWE Gareth. He's not in the WWE. That's just his damn uh, Twitter handle. Says Sasha, Sasha Banks wants 30000 just to show up at an event. And it has a picture of Jay... Uso and Roman laughing their asses off. Okay. But the retweet, the retweet is is what set me off. And I wanted to save this for today. At NBA 4D says, why should, why should she be demanding anything after being a failure in WWE? Who wants dibs? Why would you call her a failure first? I mean, she's not a failure. Um, she's, hang on, how many times she won the SmackDown title? I'm trying to think. She won it once, didn't she? SmackDown title? Mm-hmm. And she's Smackdown a two time. And one time. And five time Raw. Mm hmm. Five, seven, that's six. Okay. So including your tag team titles, I'm throwing the tag team titles in there. I'm throwing NXT. Mm -hmm. She is a nine-time women's champion. That's not a failure. Actually, 10. Five Raw, one SmackDown, three tags. That's right. That's right. She got, that's right. I forgot about when she had it with Naomi. My bad. 10-time women's champion. Excuse me. That's not a failure. She is a four-horse woman that alongside Bailey, Sasha, excuse me, Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky that helped build the NXT division and women's division what it is today. Um, I will say she's not a failure. Um, and whatever's going on with the situation with the whole WWE, um, like we said, we really just don't know what because we've heard a lot of rumors. We just different things, but she's beyond a failure. She has showed that she can run with the people. She can, you know, run circles with those girls and 
prove who she is. Now, I will disagree on something on this one. The 30,000? Really? Let me ask you, Kat. Hmm. Big Sasha Banks fan that you are. Would you mm-hmm. pay $30,000 to go see your girl? If I had the money, yeah. But <laughs> I'm just saying, but I, in a way, I think that little, that little is crazy. And, you know, but hey, I guess you got to make your money somehow. But okay. That, so the 30000 is just the booking fee. Hold so, on. Hold, hold, no, 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 no. It's the booking fee for the, the thing. It's not what you would pay personally. It's $70 for yeah. the. Oh, okay. The way they're making it sound like it was what you were paying. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's her booking fee. So this is for the Chicago Con, uh, Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, C2E2. It's a big fucking event. Oh, um, okay. So I'll let you finish, but I was like, that's why I was confused for a second. Okay, finish. Sorry, I apologize. No, no, no. Okay, I'm glad you clarified that because I really thought that she was coming, the way people make it sound like she was asking, like, you got for her, like, picture. Oh, okay, okay, that clears it up. Then I don't agree with that. If that's what it pays to get into this big Comic Con or whatever, let it be. But whatever it is jester will take care of it when i'm done here but (laughs) but no um but dude she's far from a failure and you know a lot of people ask me i had someone actually the other day message the uh idiot sports wrestling twitter and asked me put your four horse women your favorite four horse women in the order that you like them and and i said well i really honestly can't choose between either one of them because i love them I love them all. But then again, you think about it, I kind of do have my favorites in order. And um, before I actually name them, what I told this person, you guys want to take a stab at what order I gave them? That you had to think about it? Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha? Yep, Cat would have it. That was the order. Okay. And he comes back and says, Why is Bailey number one? Uh, the reason Bailey's number one is Bailey, if you think about it logically, yes, she was the last one to come to the main roster. And in so many ways, I felt like Bailey might be part of the horse one, but kind of way she kind of felt like an outsider. And, and sometimes I can kind of relate that in different, you know, occasions. So, and then the more and more I see Bailey, the more, you know, kind of, you know, she grows on you. So, which Bailey, if you're listening to this, I know there have been so many hints. Can you please make me happy and show up at SummerSlam? I miss you. I need you. And ever since you've been missing, I've been kind of missing one of my favorite female superstars in the ring. So, but anyway, um, besides the fact, but Sasha is not a failure. I'm sorry. Dude, like Jolie said on last week, get your head checked. Definitely. Because my girl Kat over here will come wherever you are and hunt you down for saying Sasha's a failure because she's a big fan. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jolie. So, C2E2, like I said, is a big con. It's, It's one of the ones that's on my list. So I'm looking at their photo ops and they roughly are between, I would say the most expensive is $210. That's not for Sasha. 
That's for Billy D. Williams. Mm. Sasha's the second highest at 90. That's actually fairly inexpensive for a modern day superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Lita for 55, Trish for 55, McFoley for 55. Again, decent numbers. But you also got Michael Rooker and Rupert Friend uh, at 70 and 80, respectively. So you've got Sasha being the second highest. Now I'm going to break down the math just a little bit. So let's say a thousand people buy her photo op between Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. A thousand people. That's $90,000. So not only did she pay back her fee that they bought her for, they, they made a profit off of her. Mm-hmm. So one thing about Sasha's fans, or the crew, as they like to be called. <clears throat> they will travel to wherever the fuck she is. Whether it is by plane, train, and right now, boat, if necessary. Because planes aren't doing so good. But that's the point. She will bring fans in. And not only will it be wrestling fans. There are rumors that she is going to be in a possible spinoff of Mando with the Owls, with Katie Sackoff and the other dude. I don't know the other dude's name. So she is a commodity. She is a wanted star. When I got her autograph back in 2015, or her picture in 2015, $50. That's how much it cost. $50 for a picture. She's gone up. Respect. When she was at New York Comic Con, her Bailey and Finn. Take a guess at whose line was the longest. Sasha's. Probably Sasha. Mm-hmm. Poor Bailey and Finn had half what she had. I just didn't have the money for her. Or either because I had choices. Okay, it was Michelle Rodriguez or Sasha Banks. I picked Michelle. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, who really does cons, you know, Sasha is always going to be doing cons. She right. has a fan base. Even if she leaves WWE, which she's been hinting at for a while now. And it's not just because she hasn't been used properly. Okay, yes, she hasn't, but she's not a failure. She's a multi time champion, she's a multi brand champion, and she's fucking loved. So anybody bashing her needs to take several fucking seats. Your misogynistic and racism is showing. Have a nice day. The first thing I said said in the back of my head when I saw this tweet, and I was like, going, dude, you got a fucked up idea of or definition of what failure means. As Kayla brought it up, five-time Raw Women's Champion, one-time SmackDown Women's Champion, former NXT women's champion. One of the only two women to hold the tag titles three times. Let's see, what else? Um, one of the first women to main event a WWE event. One of the first women to main event a pay-per-view. She's been a trailblazer in the women's division since her since her, 
debut um, on the main roster seven years ago, actually this week. Hell, even like a little bit before whenever they were tearing it up in NXT. The women's division would not be where it is today if it hadn't been for Sasha Banks helping it out. And some people keep saying that, yeah, she quit on WWE. No, WWE quit on her. By trying to put her in some lame-ass title match that she was going to lose anyway, instead of um, instead of just keeping her and Naomi together, trying to do something with the tag titles. That, I mean, because it's like, at the beginning of the year, she was supposed to be in the uh, SmackDown title match at WrestleMania, but of course, Ronda came back and Charlotte threw a fit and um, Lana threw a fit. She, but she wanted Ronda, and so that all came about. Either way, I'm not going down there again. But either way, WWE quit on her. And so this woman is not a failure by any stretch or any part of, I don't know where the hell you got that from. But obviously, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. son of a bitch and also you know you're going to have CM Punk there as well so he's probably going to ask for a pretty penny exactly man oh man oh man all right but before we wrap this up today we do want to send our congratulations to Swerve Strickland Keith Lee the new AEW World Tag Team Champions Kayla you're rolling your eyes what I do I guess you weren't happy about it. What makes she think that? You roll your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> but I won't get into that. It's all the same. Okay. Well, I was happy. Well, I'm a Keith fan, so for obvious reasons, I was happy. I ain't got nothing against the guys, but once again, fucking former WWE people newbies coming in and getting fucking pushes that shouldn't be getting fucking pushes in people in AEW before the fucking pillars. Enough said. And on that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us um, and tune in next time as the Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.